Welcome back in. Glad to have you on board. Joe Michael Show, we continue on. Reminding you that if you are in the lacrosse area and you are uh, you got a hankering for some barbecue, oh yeah, big board barbecue. Lunches, dinners, catering, and and you can buy a gift card right now, twenty five bucks, you get thirty. Not a bad way to go. You get a little bit of free money along the way. Big board barbecue, family owned. Uh, they're three brothers that uh, own the place and they bought it from the original owners and they've done a great job with it. Uh, they're right there in West Salem, Wisconsin, just outside of lacrosse. Go to big BigBoarBBQ.com, big bore, B-O-A-R, big bore, BBQ.com or call them 608-612-0387. They are, uh, the ribs, the brisket, all of that stuff is is wonderful. The mac and cheese is absolutely fantastic. The pulled pork is unbelievable, and the coleslaw is – it's hard to find really good coleslaw, and they have it. Uh, I love that place. I try to go there every time I head to town. So, again, Big Boar Barbecue. Lunches, dinners, catering, uh, and call them. They're right there in West Salem, Wisconsin. Great place, great atmosphere, and uh, just family-owned. Uh, they're just a good local local group. So, Absolutely. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, Cindy says, a total side note, what is going on with Jair Alexander? He's missed so many games. He's practicing again, and it looks like, at least according to Ryan Wood, who we had on a little bit earlier, we'll find out more tomorrow, like he is now making strides to come back this week. You hope. But the back issue has been – back issues are funny, man. Uh, sometimes they, they can just flare up to flare up. No rhyme or reason why, it just does. And sometimes it just takes an entire offseason for that thing to settle and to just completely go away. Uh, but back issues have drubbed a lot of guys out of the game of football when you have something that just it, it doesn't ever get right, whether it's muscularly, skeletally. It just you just kind of you got to wait it out. You got to wait it out. It's kind of like, you know, hamstrings and, and you know, certain muscular issues. You just have to wait till they feel good. You know, you can't rush it because of the time limit that says that this is when you're supposed to be back. It's just you got to wait for it to settle down. And that's what he's doing right now. So good question, though. Good question. Uh, this was uh, from Mark who said it was a damn good win against the Kitties. And the Badgers needs uh, two years before I call it that. I, you know, I, 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 my take on the Badgers is this. I got really excited about everything that was going on with Luke Fickle and the Badgers. But that's it. And I think I got excited about the notoriety of the portal, Luke Fickle and his ability to recruit, the things that he had said. And you can see it. And you know the success that he had when he was at Cincinnati. I mean, he took a program like Cincinnati and put him in the Final Four, for gosh sakes. So I, I was either a part of or bought into the hype that was. And at first it was like, hey, just get to eight wins, you know. Be a good season. Then it was like, eh, nine or ten wins, not bad. Then it was, yeah, if they they may lose a game, probably to Ohio State, but beyond that, they're going to run the table. You know, it, you know it, and there was no rhyme or reason why. And it, I was my own worst hypocrite because I've always said before a game is played, before a snap is given, 
before anything happens. You know, what is this crap about rocketing up the big board and, you know, oh, my God, these guys look good. And it's all crap until you get out there and you start playing. And I should have stood by my own my own philosophy, but I didn't, and I bought into it. And so part of the grading process, I think, was my my own error. It's my own error. So as far as saying, was it an A, a season, B season, D season, whatever, um, I, I'd probably say it was it was a C to a to a B minus. You know, uh, they ended on a high note. We did see progress. Um, I think that there is needs. It wasn't what we've been accustomed to. It took a while for the offensive line to come around. I think uh, changing up, philosophically speaking, the defense uh, also had something to do with it, especially in the secondary. So as we saw the season going – now, granted, there there were some bad hiccups when you talk about just incredibly poor offensive play, and I think they need more playmakers, and we talked about that yesterday with Zach Heilprin. But I, I think all in all, it wasn't a bad season. You know, you, you, there's probably a stumble that shouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? I, I think we can all say, yeah, you look at probably one or two games, right? You look at one or two games, you say, ah, that, that, that shouldn't happen. You know, Washington State, come on. You know, Washington State shouldn't happen, right? Um, Iowa, come on, it was Iowa. Iowa shouldn't happen. Ohio State, yeah. Indiana, there's a stumble, you know. So you go back to maybe a, a C. And if you wanted to go C-, minus, you could do that. I don't know if I'd go D, but – you know, for where the expectation was, they ended on a high note, scored over 20 points a game for the last couple of games of the season, even though it was Nebraska and Minnesota. So I'm I'm okay. I think it's going to end up going in the right direction. I really do. I really do. Uh, you did get a little excitement, how they're going to kick off the season in 27 in Dublin, Ireland. So for Badger fans that usually travel, now you're making your – your, uh, you know, your plans to go to Ireland in a few years. You got that on your on your docket. But the fact that they got Paul Bunyan's axe back, they did it by just playing a better game, a grinded-out game, a pride game, gives me a much better feeling going into the, into the next year than maybe what we would have had a couple of weeks ago. Grant, is that a fair assessment, or you got something different? Uh, I think it's fair. I, I'm really glad they ended the season the way that they did. You know, I like winning against Nebraska to be bowl eligible and then getting the ax back. That's happy. That makes me happy. That doesn't mean that the season was some rousing success. And, and you said, Bill, that you bought into the hype. Well, Luke Fickle and his staff, they were selling it to you. It's not like right. we created hype where hype didn't exist. We were just listening to what we were told. So maybe maybe we bought into the hype a little bit too much, but I, I'm going to buy in when someone tells me, when a coach tells me or program tells me to get hyped up, I'm going to get hyped up. So yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think that's on us. Yeah, I, I'm – the fact – and you brought it up numerous times. You know, look, they talk about championships. Uh, Zach Halpern talked about this yesterday. Hey, when you're setting the bar at championships and you're losing to Indiana and you're losing to Iowa and you're losing to Washington State, yeah, that, that will begin to really be the, uh, the boat anchor around your ankles. Uh, no doubt about that. 100% agree. But for first season, changing just about everything out, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm I'm the way the season ended, I'm excited. Now, if they go into a bowl game and they get completely 
annihilated and look terrible and, you know, whatever, then, uh, okay, maybe it changes your mind a little bit. But I'm okay. But I got to – now, I will say this, and you tell me if you feel the same. I am really excited about what the offseason is going to bring and going into next year. Do you feel the same? Yeah, I think there's a chance that they're a lot better next year, but the schedule is going to get a lot harder. So I right. don't know if it will appear any different. Like earlier with the Packers, right? They went 9-8 and eight last year. They could go 9-8 and eight again this year, but it would be a much more positive 9-8. and eight. Like the Badgers could have the same exact record next year, and they might be a fundamentally better team, but you'd never know it just looking at the record. So right. that's something you got to consider as well. Yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty excited uh, about what the offseason is going to hold. I, that I will say. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I Maybe I'm being a little bit too lenient because I have a lot more belief in the program than what I've witnessed results-wise in the program, but I'm, I'm pretty excited about Badger football. I just am. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, that's the way to do it again. 877-867-1670. This one's from uh, Jesse. Jesse says, uh, I would give them a C. They didn't meet my expectations, but they weren't absolutely positively terrible, and they took back Paul Bunyan's axe. Nothing more needs to be said. That's from Jesse. Jesse, appreciate it. Uh, Ray says, uh, hey, guys, uh, regarding Matt LaFleur as the coach of the year, never going to happen. Uh, he started off too poorly for him to then come back and win the award. There's others that are much more deserving, and I agree with you. Dan Campbell is the front runner right now for what the Lions have done, but they've got to play better down the stretch. Uh, it's what have you done for me lately, football. Thank you, Ray. Appreciate that. Melissa says, I'm looking forward to going up to Lambeau Field on Sunday night. Uh, what are the chances we do see 27 shots of Taylor Swift in a box somewhere? And by the way, how does Taylor Swift warrant a box when many fans can't get a suite themselves? Don't know and don't care. Uh, Melissa, I look, thank you for listening, but I don't care. You know, the only time I'll care is if all of a sudden I'm sitting at the elevator and the door is open and there's Taylor Swift riding up the elevator with me beyond that and having a conversation. I, I really don't care. I, I just I, my concentration is not Travis Kelsey, not Tra Taylor Swift, not all of that. It is, you know, it's it's wanting to see this team progress. It's wanting to see this team get better. It's wanting to, wanting to see this team stack success. Can they follow? They started out with Pittsburgh, played OK. And you kind of went, oh, wait a minute. Things got a little bit better. And then they played the Chargers. Now, the Chargers had drops that they they basically dropped a game. The Chargers did. It, you know, the Packers did everything they had to do to win the game. I'm not taking it away from the Packers, but the Chargers did not play a good game. We all know that. And we said, well, let's wait and see what they do against Detroit. Well, they spanked Detroit's ass. Statistically, Detroit had a much better game. But they got after them. They hit the quarterback. They caused fumbles, created turnovers, all the things we've been talking about. So not taking anything away from the Green Bay Packers because of that either. So let's just see now if they can take that next step and continue to stack success. Because if they can, I'll feel much better. Uh, regarding the Taylor Swift stuff, I, I, it, Melissa, it, it doesn't. She's a superstar. That's great. But it doesn't really phase me. So, you know. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, and this one's from Raymond. Raymond says, uh, hey, Bill, he says, what does Jordan Love have to do now to convince everybody that he's the guy? He goes on and, and talks about all the different things that he's already done. Raymond, that's a great question because here's, here's the positive and here's the negative. 
In regards to Jordan Love, if he has a really good game against the Chiefs, I think that will go a really long way in anybody that's on the fence and starting to bring them over. But then what you have to do is you have to be even better against bad teams. Everybody has a clunker. I don't know if they've already had it or if it's coming. But you have to be better against bad teams. Don't play down to the competition. So, because the knock on Jordan Love can be played really well against the Lions, and let's say he doesn't have a great game, and the Chiefs get after him, and zero blitz the hell out of him. He looks like a deer in the headlights, throws a pick or two. You know what I mean? Then it's going to be, well, he couldn't beat the Chiefs, but he just beat up on bad teams. So it doesn't, doesn't tell us anything. But if he plays well against the Chiefs and stacks personal success on top of what we saw at Pittsburgh against the Chargers at Detroit and now plays well tomorrow or on Sunday night and then continues that success and plays well against the lesser teams, then I think you can say, you know what, we got something here. Don't know what it is. Don't know what the ceiling is, but we got something here. But if he gets spanked by the by the Chiefs, has one or two good games, but still not great games against lesser talent, then you're going to be left wondering what the hell's going on. You don't know what you have, you know? Just so you know. 877-867-167. Is that a fair assessment, Grant? If you're going to sit down and do your show and you're going to say, how do we know or when are we going to know what Jordan Love is by the end of the season? Is that a fair assessment of where you're at? Yeah, you got to beat the bad teams. Yeah, you need a certain level of consistency every week where you line up against a team that you're favored against, you play well, and you take care of business. Now, I don't think the Packers are are a good team, and I think they're fine. I think they're average. So Jordan Love is, I think, on a level playing field against a lot of some of these yeah. bad teams. Like, do you think the Packers are that much better or worse than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year? Like, No, I, I think they're pretty no. similar. Like, the Bucs yeah. don't have a great quarterback, but they got a lot of good players that are left over from that Super Bowl team. So I, when you talk about beating the bad teams, I, I think the Packers are a bad team right now for all intents and purposes. They're just building. They're getting better. But right now, they're in the same bin as a lot of those other bad to, to average teams. Uh, by the way, before we go to break, uh, Wisconsin's best defensive backs earned postseason recognition from the Big Ten Conference and coaches and the media today. Uh, safety Hunter Waller was named second-team selection by the media, and cornerback Ricardo Hallman was third-team selection by the media, marking the first all-Big Ten awards of their careers. So, and we all know Waller, as it says in the article, uh, the heartbeat of the Badgers' defense this season, aligning all over the field, finishing in the regular season with 113 total tackles, 73 of which were solos, tied for the second most among defensive backs in the FBS, had four-and-a-half tackles, for loss, a sack, a couple of picks, four pass breakups, four quarterback hits, and he had six games with ten or more tackles. So congratulations to those guys. Some some awards being handed out by the Big Ten. Good stuff. Let's do this. We'll break. We'll come back. we got a lot more to get to. Don't forget, we got some buy or sell coming up as well. Hang in there. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas. Prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Good to have you back. Got some updated Super Bowl odds for you when we come back. Got that coming up. 877-867-1670. Um, you know what? Our, our friends at Every Plumbing and Heating out in La Crosse and Monroe and Trempolo and, and such, uh, they, they do so much. And I, there was a couple of people that had uh, emailed me, and they were talking about remodeling and new construction. But they do everything out there. They do water heater replacement, water softener replacement, septic system installation. Uh, and they remind you right now, man, get, uh, get, get, it's getting down to below, well below freezing at night, single digits at night, man. And you don't want uh, the pipes that are attached to the spigots on the outside of your house to be bursting. That's for sure. Uh, drain those things. Garage heaters, in-floor heat installations. They do so much, so much. And, and obviously, heat and plumbing. So uh, if you you know have a problem with your furnace, your boiler or such, they can help you out with that. Plumbing as well. But to get a hold of our friends at Every Plumbing and Heating. Every Plumbing and Heating. They're in La Crosse, in Trempolo, in Vernon County. And uh, obviously, third generation, founded by the Korean War veteran Clayton Every back in 1969. Craig has since taken it over from his father. And they're also hiring. That's the other thing. But call them in, in on Alaska right there, 608-783-2803. 608-783-2803. That is every plumbing and heating out in La Crosse and Vernon and Jackson and Trempolo and Monroe and all over that area out there. So give them, give them a shout. Give them a shout. Uh, by the way, I want to go back to the uh, the lines right now because the Green Bay Packers, don't look now, have continued to climb. They are now ahead of Cincinnati, and we know that Cincinnati's lost Joe Burrow. And once they lost Joe Burrow, that's it. They're pretty much out. But now they're ahead of the Cincinnati Bengals when it comes to odds on favor to win a Super Bowl. They're at 125-1. to Cincinnati has fallen off to 150-1 to after being 10-1 to just four weeks ago before Joe Burrow goes down with the injury. The Packers uh, were at 200 to 1 a couple of weeks ago, 150 to 1, now at 125 to 1. The uh, top team to win it all, Philadelphia, followed by San Francisco, then Kansas City, Baltimore, Miami, Dallas, Detroit, Jacksonville, Buffalo, Cleveland and on down from there. So there you go. 
Uh, the odds to win the AFC, Kansas City, then Baltimore. Kansas City, then Baltimore, then Miami, followed by Jacksonville. Buffalo sitting now at 16-1, to 1, uh, which after the loss again the other day to the Eagles, uh, albeit a terrific game by Josh Allen, it was a bad game defensively for McDermott and company, and they fall off. And go to the NFC, it's Philadelphia, San Francisco, Dallas, then Detroit. Follow me, Seattle, New Orleans, Atlanta, Minnesota, and then Green Bay. Minnesota and Green Bay are just right there, almost neck and neck at this point. So the Packers, there you have it uh, when it comes to the odds to win or get to in such a Super Bowl. So good stuff there. Cody says regarding the Packers, they don't have to win against the Chiefs for me to be in on them for the playoffs. But if they are competitive, I think we have a legitimate shot. Love has looked the best he has over the last couple of games. It's going to be interesting to see if that holds up against the Chiefs' defense. Love the show. That's from Cody. Cody, I think we're all right there with you, right? I think we're all right there with you. No doubt. This is uh, from the guy who lives up near the Vikings border, our, our buddy Bob. Haven't spoken to you for a while. Used to call in quite a bit. I uh, live uh, all across the state near Minnesota's border. Uh, so great to listen to Viking radio after the Vikings loss. All I have heard is cry, 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 throw dubs under the bus. Uh, two weeks ago, they were talking to him about being the promised land. I love it. Now for the Packers, I'm still not convinced this team is really, quote, stepping up. We'll give you my opinion after the Chiefs come to town. I'm encouraged, but not quite there yet. I hope the next week at this time I am a total 2023 Packer believer. One quick question. Did the Packers cut Bakhtiari? If he is still with the team, why isn't he on the sidelines cheering his teammates on? Hope they give him a one-way ticket right out of town. Love the show. Always giving us something to really think about. Go, Pack, go. That's from Bob. No, they have not cut Bakhtiari. Uh, probably going to happen in the offseason when it's financially viable for them to do so. Bakhtiari, obviously with an issue, he has pretty not pretty much not been there. And the I, – I don't know – that's a great question. First of all, he's got a knee issue. So you probably don't want him standing in the cold for four hours. But knowing he's not going to be with the team, that this is it, he, he might not even want to be there. And if, if it's not a good situation, you don't want him there, you know? I mean, I don't know. I, I would love to see David Bakhtiari working with the tackles. You know, he's considered to be, you know, during his prime, one of the best in the league. I mean, even going back to last year when he was capable of playing specifically at the end of the, end of the season, he looked really good. He played well. He graded out highly. So I'd, I'd love to see David Bakhtiari – coaching the tackle position and helping the, the, the guys that are currently there and involved. But if it's not beneficial due to the inevitability, attitude, whatever, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what David's thoughts are on this. But I do know that coming into the season, he had, you know, as he had stated, he called Elton Jenkins and said, are you ready to be the best left side of the offensive line in all of football this year? He was into it. He wanted to prove himself all over again, even though he's got great credentials behind his name. But that's a great question. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't think Stokes is there. I don't think I see Stokes on the sideline. 
I don't think IR guys are floating around over there, at least not that I can remember. But then again, I'll also I got to be honest, I'm not specifically looking for those guys. I'll look I'll look this weekend when I'm up there. But that's a great question. I don't know. Uh, Mike says, wow, uh, winning cures all in his tone regarding Matt LaFleur's press conference. Uh, it wasn't long ago he snapped at the press for questions on two down linemen during the defense stopping the run. Let's not forget about the defense still gave up almost 500 yards and a dumb fake punt in their own 20-yard line was a gift. Uh, yeah, but they snuffed it out. And you you got to give them credit. When they make a stop, you got to give them credit. You can't say, well, it was dumb to do it. Well, it, that's okay, but they – you know, it was also something that they looked for. They sniffed out with a rookie in Lucas Van Ness. You give him credit. Campbell will prove once playoffs that he's the same old, same old coach in Lions. As far as people waiting uh, for this team to make the playoffs, do we want to? Sadly, the team's draft position is falling, and these last two victories over bad Chargers and bad boneheaded Lions teams are briefly covering up the big holes on this team, just keeping it real. Have a good day and good luck with the mice. Those buggers suck. That's from Mike. Well, Mike, I'll, I'll say this. If they get destroyed on Sunday night, then everything they did in, in Detroit then becomes somewhat of an apparition. But if they play really, really well, do you then swing back over and go, you know what? These guys are getting better, man. These guys are getting better. I think you have to, right? You have to. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, come back, and we're going to get into some of buy yourself. I'm looking forward to it. Stay tuned. We got coming up more right up. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. have you back the bill michael show brought to you by our good friends at pillow windows and doors of wisconsin by the way they are growing in the state of wisconsin oh yeah they're growing they're adding more they're in brookfield uh, just west of milwaukee they're in green bay they're in madison and they are growing i believe stevens point is going to be getting a pellet showroom if they haven't already uh but uh, got a nice note uh, from Corey that says, uh, set up my appointment online. And little did I know that Bill Michaels and his new patio door was featured on the website. I didn't know that either. I just went and looked at that when you told me that. So thank you very much for letting me know that. Yeah, the new patio door right there. Standing right in front of me. Pella, Pella over my shoulder in the background. Good stuff. But uh, good for you. And if you're going to be, you know, I know that uh, they've extended some of the specials. Zero percent interest for up to 36 months and uh, the free in-home consultation. And they've got replacement windows and doors. And whether it's a, a commercial service, uh, your home, a new construction, a renovation, there's so many different reasons to get a hold of our friends at Pella and so many different lines. I've talked about the wood lines, the vinyl lines, the impervia lines, so many different options, curb appeal, value to your home, economical factor. There's, there's so many reasons. To go to right, right, and they're rated number one for the highest in quality and innovation. And in my opinion, number one for home value for what it adds to the value of your house. So there, there's no reason not to go anywhere else. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com or call them 855 PellaWI. That's 855 PellaWI and see for yourself what it is I'm talking about. All right, time now for some buy or sell. Let's do this. 
I got all NFL for you, Bill. It's just, right. a, just a football feast, if you will. I want to start by looking at the playoff standings. We've talked a lot about the Packers, make the playoffs, what that would look like. Well, let's look at the teams above them and around them in the playoff picture. Let's start with the AFC, and then we'll go to the NFC. In the okay. NFC, the way I see it, there's Kansas City and there's Baltimore, and those two teams are kind of in a tier by themselves. And then everyone is is beneath. Those two are the, the big dogs. So I'm curious of, of who you believe is the next best team. So I'll ask you, buy or sell, after Kansas City and Baltimore, the team that no one would want to play in the AFC is Jacksonville. No. Oh. That they would be the next team in line. Ah. If you put it this way, if you were a Chiefs fan or a, or a Ravens fan, the team that you'd want to avoid other than Kansas City or Baltimore would be Jacksonville. I, you know, it's it's stupid, but I'm going to sell on that. Uh, I'm going to say, first of all, Miami, I think, has so many weapons. And the other team that I think, if you see them in the postseason, depending on which quarterback shows up, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I, I still don't believe in that defense in Sean McDermott. I think they've got all the talent there. I just don't know if he's capable of getting them over the hump. But I think either one of those teams could knock you off and has more pound-for-pound pound weaponry than what Jacksonville does. And, you know, you know the other team you could possibly say that has no Fs given. And I know people are going to smirk, but Houston. Mm. Houston, because they don't know any better. Sometimes it's that young, pesky team that hasn't had the experience, that doesn't know, they're not supposed to feel the pressure. You know, I mean, they, they don't care. They're playing with house money. You could face them. I, I think Jacksonville can certainly be there, but I'd have to go with Miami or Buffalo because both of those teams are really good and talented teams that have been there, done that. It's just if two is healthy, I really think that that with everything they have and that they put into it monetarily down in Miami, I think Miami could be the, the team that makes that surprise run. So I think both are good picks. I think Jacksonville, Miami, I didn't really have one over the other. I was interested to hear what you say. I agree with you on Buffalo. I just don't think they're going to get in. I think Buffalo truly yeah. is as good as any team. The defensive injuries have really hurt them. I think right. they're as good as any team. I think they could beat anybody in the AFC. I just don't think they're going to get in because they've if messed they around. Get in, if they get in, and say they get in as the low end of the totem pole when it comes to the uh, the the wild card. Would you want to face them? No. If if you're Baltimore or Kansas City, if they start to get healthy, and will the real Josh Allen please stand up? If they get in, that's because they're hot, and I don't want right. a piece of that. Because I I agree right. with you. I think right. Buffalo's awesome. They've just had a season from hell, and they've lost a bunch of games that they've yeah. had no business losing. That game the other night against uh, Philadelphia, when they scored, and I know you got to you got to score. You 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 know, I mean, I was listening to Tony Romo talk about, look, don't worry about the clock. You just got to put points on the board, and you got to score because you don't want to walk away from this going, well, we worried more about the clock than we did scoring. And I agree with that. Yeah. But the minute they scored with what was it, one thirty, one forty left, whatever it happened to be, or one twenty four or something. Yeah. I thought to myself, they're going to lose this game. They're going to lose. I now I didn't expect them to lose on. Jalen Hurts basically walking into the end zone via touchdown, but I thought they're going to lose this game, and sure enough, they did. It was just incredibly soft coverage and poor defensive play calling by McDermott down the stretch. I I thought it was ridiculous. So to me, I think the team's talented. I don't know if McDermott's the guy to take him to the next level.
That's fair. That's 100% reasonable. Buy or sell. I want to do the same thing in the NFC because I think the NFC is very similar. There's Philly and there's San Francisco, and I think those two teams are head and shoulders above everyone else. After that, buy or sell, the team that you wouldn't want to play is Detroit. I'm buying that. I'm oh. buying that. Because I'm buying that. I'll tell you what, Dallas, until they prove me wrong, Dallas will choke. Dak Prescott gets better in November, plays lights out in December, and sucks in January. It just look at his numbers. As, as the Detroit Lions, they don't have any precedent for this. They're just coming in to, quote, bite your kneecaps off. Wear diapers, bite off your kneecaps. If Dan if, if Dan Campbell doesn't get in his own way, kind of like he tried to outcoach himself in the game on Thanksgiving, this team is a team that I think they took a couple of teams lightly, figured they'd roll. They didn't. Like he said, cruise control. I, I think that... That, that, that now has to be beat out of their system. They, they took one right to the face. So I think they're going to respond. I don't want to face Detroit because I think Detroit can play to- go toe-to-toe physically with anybody. So I'll buy Detroit, absolutely. I like that answer. I was interested to see what you'd say about the Cowboys. I, Sneaky, by the way, kind of think that Dak Prescott has a really good case to be the NFL MVP, uh, more so than Jalen Hurts. We don't need to debate that today, maybe towards the end of the year. Right. But the way this season's going, I, I do love me some Dak Prescott. Oh, one follow-up on the NFC. Do you think that... Any of these teams, Green Bay, Minnesota, Seattle, Atlanta, New Orleans, do you think any of those teams could legitimately contend or, or make a Super Bowl? Or, or are they just kind of like side pieces in the big picture? Um, I think they're side pieces. I There's too many flaws this year in Geno Smith's game. And I think, I, I, don't, I don't think the Packers are talented enough to get there. Sometimes, though, I mean, when a team, like I said, same thing with, you know, when you look at a team like the the Detroit Lions or you take a team, some of these lesser teams that have the no Fs given, I, I the Packers would be that team. They'd be playing with house money. So you just let it all hang out. Who cares? You're not supposed to be there anyway. So the Packers, I, I think if the wide receivers continue to come of age, but I, I don't think there's anybody talent-wise that could go toe-to-toe with Philadelphia or San Francisco. I, I just don't. I would agree. I just thought maybe one of those teams is a Bill Michaels darling. Just thought I'd check. Buy or sell. This isn't really a buy. I just want your opinion on this, Bill. I couldn't find a way to word this into a question, but I wanted to get your take because the Panthers fired Frank Reich yesterday. Only 11 games, which, by the way, for reference, Urban Meyer lasted longer than that, just for a little point of reference. David Tepper bought the Panthers after they went 11-5 with Ron Rivera. They're 30-63, and Bryce Young cost them DJ Moore two firsts and two seconds, and it's looking like maybe one of those first will be the number one overall pick this year. I just want to hear your opinion on what's going on in Carolina right now. I think they've got an owner that doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Uh, and, and that's not specifically my opinion. That's just the, the gathering of information. When you start to read what people are saying that are in the business, that are in the know, like this guy, you look at the coaches and the years – prior to this guy buying the team. And I think, what, it's like eight coaches since he's bought the team? It's been a lot. Well, and the thing is, they're still paying Matt Rule a ton of money, who's now in Nebraska, and now they're going to pay Frank Reich for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I think this guy is – no, don't get me wrong. It's great that he wants to win and he doesn't accept ineptitude, but who's running the show? And you look since he's bought the team. I think they put a statistic up. I I, I might have caught it on uh, McAfee's show where they put it up. And it's like eight coaches since he bought the team, which is crazy ridiculous. Eight coaches in eight or nine years. And 
it, you, you're never going to get winning sustainability that way. Not to mention, you're going to continue to take assistance and because they'll take the job. But he's fired a lot of names. And eventually it's going to get to the point where people are going to say, I don't want to work for this guy. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. You're going to get a big paycheck, and you're going to have to not work for your money after your first year. Correct. Because you're just going to collect it. But the guy's kind of a banana. So, if you you know, we always talk about, well, we wish they had the, the Packers had an owner. Be careful what you wish for. Because you could have Tepper. You could have Daniel Snyder. You could have Steven Ross. You could have some of these clowns that have gotten meddled way too much into some of these franchises. And Mark Davis and – put you in anonymity for a long, 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 long time because they just don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, the NFL is a different animal, and, and Bob Harlan said it best. You know, if you're a businessman, you run business, but what you don't run is football operations. You hire football people to do that. So I, I, it's probably ownership more than – the same thing with the Bears. Yeah. The, you know, the, the Bears and the McCaskey family, you got a McCaskey running the team that's never played a down in his life. Didn't really play football. He just grew up rich. And what the hell does he know about running a football team? Other than the fact that dad did it. Okay. Or Georgia did it, you know? So they've been a, they've been a, a train wreck for a long time, too. Same thing. Bad ownership. Bad management. That, and that's what you look. Any business that fails with a great concept, if you've got a decent product, you can have success. But bad management will ultimately cost you the prize. And usually that's what happens. Now, if I'm a if I'm a sports fan, I would rather have the bad owner that doesn't care about spending money than the bad owner that's also cheap. So, so there is that. Like yeah. Jed York and the Niners, they went through a bunch of coaches real quickly, right. and then they settled on Shanahan, and they've been good. So, you yep. can ultimately end up with a good coach. It, it can happen. It's just taking David Tepper a little bit. All right, but I got, also, I mean, yes. when you go to Shanahan, look who hired him though. They brought in John Lynch, who Correct. completely changed things and changed the culture and said, I'll, I'll handle it. You get out of my way, and I'll do it. And he's done it. By yourself. Last one. Another coaching question. I think I know your answer, but I'm not sure. Uh, well, there's been a lot of Bill Belichick talk. I don't know where this started. I think a lot of it is just football fans making noise and reporters just you know talking about it because it's fun. But everyone's talking about where Bill Belichick might end up if he leaves New England after this year. I see the Commanders a lot and the Chargers have been thrown around because nobody thinks Brandon Staley is going to be there past this year. Buy or sell, Bill, if you were the GM of a young and up-and-coming team with a young quarterback, you'd have no interest in hiring a 71-year-old Bill Belichick. Oh, my God. And and by the way, the Patriots, the, the Patriots are going to have to ask themselves the same thing. If they're going to draft Caleb Williams... Right. Belichick's already there, but they need to make the same decision. Like, do we want Bill Belichick to be the coach of a young, up-and-coming team? If I'm the Chargers and Bill Belichick gets fired, I give it a shot. The guy knows how to win. He's done it. Now, X is an but, – but, but put it this way. If Bill Belichick gets fired, do you then turn around and hire Bill Belichick without giving him the power of a general manager? Because that's ultimately what it's going to come down to in, in New England. They, sh they should say, Bill, look, you're a great coach. Coach. But we're going to bring in a GM to bring in better talent and make some moves for you to give you more to work with. But if Belichick says, no, I'm out, does that mean he then goes to the Chargers and says, I'm the general manager and the head coach? Because I, I would not do that. Bill has proven that he's not the judge of talent he thinks he is. So 
No, I, 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 I would not hire Bill Belichick to be the general manager, but to be a coach. And if I, especially if I've got a good team that I feel that just needs to grow up, yeah, I'd hire him. The Chargers is an interesting one because they they have talent. They just they're yeah. they're a losing organization. They have been for so long, and maybe Belichick, in a weird way, even at seventy two or, or however old he'll be, maybe he's exactly what the Chargers need. I don't know. I thought about be that. Might be a really that might be a really good fit, but that's one of the only situations that I probably would bring him into. Interesting. I I yeah. still don't think he goes anywhere. Uh, for better or worse in New England, but it's getting talked about, so yeah. I wanted to pick your brain. That's it. That's by yourself. Yep. Nope, there you have it. Good stuff. Hey, don't forget about our friends Cunis. K-U-N-E-S, Cunis RV, automotive trucks, commercial. Big supporters of Fisher House, Wisconsin. Can't say thanks enough to them. And if you're looking for a new vehicle, and there's a lot of them out there right now, or service, or maybe you're looking for storage when it comes to your RV, they can do it. Go to shop, S-H-O-P, shopcunis.com, shop, K-U-N-E-S, shopcunis.com, or go to cunisrv.com. That's cunisrv. Com. What do we miss in wrapping it up next? Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Everybody's buzzing about Quick Trip's possibly pilfered potatoes. We have them priced so low, some say they're illegal. Swipe potato fries, potatoes ill-gotten, stash browns. Come on, these are not hot potatoes. But it is a quick hot savings. You might say it's a steal. No, don't say that. 99 cents for a five-pound bag. Five pounds of potatoes under a dollar? What a heist. A perfect score for those large meal gatherings. Quick trip. We got your taters covered. This time of year, everybody starts thinking about what they got going on and family gatherings and such. And whether it's commercially for something you need for meetings or something in your house or home theater, ABC Audio Video. Chris, Chris and again, great people. ABCAudioVideo.com. Go to ABCAudioVideo.com or you can just email them, info at ABCAudioVideo.com. Uh, but uh, they are all over uh, the state of Wisconsin. Uh, based in Milwaukee, but all over the state of Wisconsin. And uh, Chris is a great guy, and he's done so much work in my home and did stuff at uh, the old radio station that I was at and so many uh, so many great things when it comes to uh, corporate stuff. Go to abcaudiovideo.com. That's abcaudiovideo.com. All right, uh, so now before we get out of here with a couple of minutes to go, what do we miss? 
It's a little bit of a cop-out answer. We didn't miss much. We hit just about everything today. College football, <laughs> college basketball. We we talked a little about your mouse problem. One thing that I mentioned on the morning show this morning, and I'm probably going to talk about it on my show tonight, you know, the hot stove, rumors with Corbin Burns and, and things in Major League Baseball. One thing to just bookmark, because I, I think this is going to be interesting next summer, Bill. The St. Louis Cardinals went out and they paid Sonny Gray a ton of money they paid Lance Lynn a ton of money, and they paid Kyle Gibson a ton of money. Their average starting rotation age next year will be 35 years old. And none of these guys throw that hard, and none of them really get swings and misses. And you're like, Grant, who cares? It's it's October or November. Well, I'm thinking about this because if the Cardinals have any devil magic left, I think we're going to know. Because if this works, then the Cardinals are kind of back and they still got it. But if this fails, like I think it would fail for most teams, then the Cardinals might actually be dead. So I've been reading a little bit about what their offseason has been and their big spending spree on all these expensive starting pitchers. I'm not really sure what to make of it. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you because you go back to this past year, they spent some money. They had a lot of, a lot of big names, obviously. Arenado, Goldschmidt, and company, and it just it it horribly, horribly, horribly went wrong. Much like the Mets did. So, uh, I when teams spend a ton of money, when was the last time a team went out and just bought themselves a championship? Was it you know going back to the Joe Torre days when he was with the Yankees, or was it when they spent just short of three hundred million dollars a couple of years ago for the Dodgers? Well, baseball teams are so smart now. All of these these teams with less money and the, the big budget teams, too, they have analytics departments and they just understand baseball at, at a way higher level. So I don't think you can just buy a championship anymore because you can't right. take advantage of dumb teams like I think you used to be able to. Yeah, I would agree. That's about it. You cover just about everything else. I was really I looking, agree. but you killed it today, Bill. We, uh, we, we came a little prepared today. Mice kept me up last night reading. That's why. <laughs> All right, that'll do it. Don't forget, coming up tomorrow night, we're going to have the uh, the Bill Michael Huddle. And make plans if you are going to be in Viroqua on December 13th. We're going to be at the Norwegian Hollow, too. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be the uh, Bill Michael Huddle out there as well. Hopefully uh, a little bit of Christmas shopping when I'm out that way, too. Time for us to go. Have a go. Peace.